Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of FPL Juices, the Juice Bar. So, Club Tropicana, right? The drinks were free, fun and sunshine, there was enough for everyone. But the Juice Bar is where the advice is free. And we are very lucky to be joined by none other than Matt, the Leafy Dragon, the Newcastle Juicer. We've got FPL Eze, Steve here, who's uh, going to give us all the Crystal Palace knowledge you could ever wish for. Roberto Hollis, the Watford juicer. And of course, the happiest man on the planet. It is Stephen Brogarth, the Everton juicer. <laughs> Welcome, fellas. How are we all doing? Hello, all good, thank you. Excellent. Stephen still can't even say good. His team are undefeated in the league and he still can't say he's all right. <laughs> Have to win titles to get this guy some smaffiness. <laughs> I mean, he's still smart. He is smiling. That's the most I've I'm seen you smile. Today. I'm happy today. I'm today, happy today, just today. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, we'll see how long that lasts yeah. for. Um, yeah. Go on, mate. Go on. It'll be, it'll be back to depression tonight. <laughs> <laughs> listen guys thanks uh thanks for coming on i think this is the most people we've had on the juice bar so that's yeah. what we want to create we want to create some some pub vibes bit of van bit of uh banter and uh find out what the latest is from your teams and we've also got a little game of guest the player for you all tonight we do. as well in so fact that- i think we should james i've sent you those have you got them you know which order we're going to do them in yeah we're getting underway yeah, 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 why yeah, not? Let's, let's, do it, let's, do it let's loosen up, boys. Let's yeah. loosen up oh, with a little it, bit. Shake it off, boys. Shake it That's off. It. Yeah, do start just, stretching just your groin out. Who, now, be honest. Who's been practicing? How oh, yeah, can you practice? Roberto, How- 100%. I know Roberto's been practicing this <laughs> yeah. ever since day one when we did it. He's like, I'm going to win. I'm going to get top spot. Did you ever watch, do you remember they did that Who Wants to Be a Millionaire documentary? Yeah. And the guys are like rigged up their own machine in the basement. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, the fastest finger first. This is 100%. Right. right Roberto. Uh, no, who's going first? Let's start. We'll start with Matt. We'll start on top left and yes. work our way round to Roberto. Can we'll go we clockwise. Hold up our hands and repeat after me. Just hold your right hand up. Hold your right hand up, everyone. Make an oath. I solemnly swear that I am not watching this on YouTube. And if I cheat, I will be ousted by the FPL community and inevitably burnt at the stake. Say amen. <laughs> we'll set the yeah. clique on you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, very good. There's no honour among a contract is binding. So a contract is binding in the town of Mill Hill. <laughs> right, Matt. Let's go first. Right, so, first James, of all, you know, what, up you know what you're doing, first of all? I've just got to guess the player, haven't I? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yes or no. Like... You can ask questions. We can only answer yes or no. Bit like the traditional parlor game, guess who? Where <laughs> you can <laughs> ask us any questions and we will answer them truthfully and you have to deduce and narrow down that player as quickly as possible. So in the middle of the screen, which you can't see, is the player that you have to guess. So. Got you. May. When you're ready, ask your first question and the timer will start. Remember, speed is of the essence. We had FPL error on on the main show. He 20, got 28 and a half seconds. 28.5 seconds. Um, and at the minute we have a... Contentious winner. Contentious uh, FPL Steve-O, yeah. who was on the show last week. where We gave, we misled him with some false information and Ash you gave did. him the easiest one ever. So that was uh, <laughs> interesting. But yeah, let's see right. if you can beat the 28 and a half Uh are you ready? When, as soon as you ask your first question, mate, we will start the timer. Right. Uh, do they play in blue? No. no. Red? No. Uh, white? Yes. yes. 
Uh, do they play for Leeds? No. No. Tottenham? Yes. Son? Yes. yes. Oh, oh, my God. God. Woo! Wow. It was like a 14 seconds. 14 seconds. Was it 13? 13. Oh, that is oh, rapid. I wasn't even looking oh, at the stop button. I'm off, guys. See you What a mic drop right oh, there. Did Excellent. narrow it down quickly. Did narrow it down quickly. So, of all the players, just straight in with something. Right, fair enough. Right. Uh, what did say? Roberto is fuming. fuming. <laughs> 13 and a half. <laughs> right. FPL Eze. Eze, sorry. We are going to see what Steve can do what are we, for us. What are we saying next. that officially was? 13 point 13, what? Uh, we'll, we'll have to watch it back. We'll work it out. It was I'm 13. going to say 13.8 seconds. I don't think we're going to need to worry about the details for some time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Might be close, mate. You don't, don't know. know. It's doable. We've got to do a whole season of this. Right. Bring up, bring up the player that we are going to have for Stephen. Okay. Right. Steve, are you ready? Yeah, buzzing to follow that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The time will start when you ask your first question. Are they defender? No. No. Midfielder? No. No. Attacker? No. No. Goalie? Yes. Um, Play in red? (laughs) No. No. Blue? Yes. Yes. Uh, Chelsea? No. Everton? Yes. yes. Pickford? Yeah, yes. get in there. That was 19. Could have, Christ. We could have been really <laughs> tricky. What do they play in blue? Like, mm. No, he actually wears a, uh, <laughs> a yellow shirt. That was um, really good. Yeah, very good. Some quick n- entries. 19. Not that I'm bothered, but what was the time on that one? 19 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Second just under ten. 20. Just under 20, yeah. <laughs> Right, Stephen Brogarth. I've got do, so these are players playing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They're all current yeah, FPL yeah. players. Oh, here we go. Right. Look, excuse, okay. Let the excuses <laughs> begin. <laughs> yeah, there's no. Uh, yeah, right, there's no historical. Get, can players. we get the next image for Stephen B? Uh, please, Jimmy. There we go. There's the image. That's the player that he needs to guess. Steve, the time will start when you ask your first question. Do I play in London? Yes. yes. Red? Do I yeah. play in red? Yes. Abamyang? No. no. Or Smith Rowe? No. No. Sacco? Yes. yes. Oh! Oh! Ten seconds. <laughs> wow. Wow. Man, these are, oh he, these are record-breaking. If you can time. nail your first question, you've got the best chance in, in winning this. Proper smile. Smashed Pressure's it. on now. Pressure's on now. I've never seen him so happy. That's like Everton winning the league sort of happy, that is. <laughs> uh, I get, I'll make that 10.9 seconds. That was 10. crazy. 10.09 seconds. That was that was very, Excellent. very good. Strong tonight, boys. Defo been wow. practicing it. i got to tell you... Roberto's, I could never get, but I reckon you might get it. Hey, you know, it's just because you don't play FPL, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I reckon he's got this. All right. Definitely. He, he, if you ask the right question, you could definitely beat 10 seconds, Roberto. Yeah, 100%. Right. You got to be, oh. I know Roberto's already. There are questions you just can't ask, though. What do you mean? What are you talking? Just put the thing up and go. Let's, let's see. see. Let's right. see Roberto's player. There we go. Right, okay. Roberto, you know the drill. Time starts when you ask your first question. Are they a striker? Yes. yes. Do they play for a top six team? No. no. Uh, do they play for Burnley? No. no. 
Do they play in white? No. no. Do they play in red? No. Half. Do they play for Southampton? No. Do they play in blue? Half. Uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, do they play for Brighton? No. no. Do they play for uh, Leicester? No. no. Do they play for... <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, all right. Are they English? Yes. yes. Do they play for Palace? Yes. yes. Is it Wilfred Zaha? No. no. Oh, is it... Connor Wickham? No. no. Is it... Who, who's he? Oh. <laughs> they take pens? No. <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> oh, this is hard. <laughs> Are they still in the final game? Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do you want to give up? No, no, no. I'll no. Keep going. Keep going, keep going. I'd rather get it done. I'd rather get it done. Oh right, just to let you know, FPL Lynn is top scorer with one minute fifty. You're one minute forty-four. Okay, one more. I'll just, uh, I'll just try and get it. Okay, here with one. Um, I just don't know any other Palace forwards. <laughs> so unfair. You've got to let him have uh, no, no, no. Right, right. stop the clock. Stop the clock. It was, in fact, Take obviously this. Robert <laughs> Robert Street. FPL Eze knew it. Rubbish tree. Oh, <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is not nice. <laughs> How did you not get Robert Street? <laughs> I haven't been looking at 4.5 options, all right? <laughs> uh, look, we'll give you another one. We'll no, we, another one. we were just stitching you up, mate. It's, it's all good. We were just right. having a bit it was of like fun. A bit of deja vu from when, uh, when Sebo was on this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. Robert Street is one of the best known. Uh, footballers out there uh, uh, Steve Eze did did you get that one at what time did you get it pretty early on yeah it took me a while as soon as he realised there was a Palace forward who was English for a yeah. second I was like what <laughs> and then I was like oh it must be it <laughs> yeah oh right gosh. have you got I'm a back loading another one up we got oh, a... I'm, I'm sending you one we've got, we got a backup <laughs> for you that was jokes man Woo. right shake it off Roberto that was just a warm up man right just getting warmed this up is, this is the real thing now this is yep. the this is the real quiz. This is the yep. real deal. So, time to beat. This is a s- absolute banger of a time. Ten point zero nine seconds oh. set by Everton Juicer. Um, and we're going to do this every week with our special guests and any juicers we'll as well. Oh, we need to do it as well, Nick. At we'll some have point, a leaderboard next yeah, week. we can do it as well. Yeah, man. Point. Right, have we got a player? I've sent it to James. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, right. brilliant. Roberto, this is your uh, yeah. making it up. Right, let's hear it. Let's see it. Let's see this it. This one might be too obvious. Oh, don't say no, that. You're giving him obvious. clues. <laughs> don't make it too obvious. There's plenty of obvious players in the prim. I was, I was going for Owen Dodgson of Burnley, <laughs> but I thought it's too obvious. Oh, I, I, I mean, I never would have got Robert Street. You were going to give me, <laughs> give me a million reset years. The, uh, reset the time, yeah. Right, we have, there's the player. Two minutes and four seconds. Right, player's ready. Right. Reset the timer, please, Jimmy. Back to zero. 
Here and we go. Roberto, when, do this. When you're ready. Okay. Do they play in red? No. no. Do they play in blue? Yes. yes. Are they a forward? No. Are they a defender? No. Are they a midfielder? Yes. yes. Is it De Bruyne? No. no. Do they play in dark blue? No. no. Um, is it a Brighton player? No. no. Um, hmm. Is it... <laughs> oh, dear. Um, it's not it Robert Burn- Street. Come on, is mate. It a Burnley player? No. no. Burnley famously not it playing in blue. We just said they played in blue. <laughs> yeah. Who else is there? Not, I'm concerned not Man City only have one midfielder. <laughs> there's a big clue. Is it Phil Foden? No. No. Come on, Geese, you're is so it... close. <laughs> is it... You're so close. Marm. No. No. <laughs> what? Head's gone. Come on, you're so close, man. Come on, keep going, keep going. Is it... Um, Grealish. No. no. <laughs> the upper one. Pepper, remember. Um, is it Gundogan? Yes! Ah, yes! oh, Roberta. I think the <laughs> head was still fixated on Robert Street. Yeah. I think that was the problem. Yeah, it was. That's all I could think, literally. <laughs> Couldn't Excellent. get away from it. Love that. Yeah. Oh, Pepper mate. It's too much. Too many players. <laughs> it got you. It got you. Great fun, guys. Well done. Very good. So... <clears throat> After all of that, should we talk about some FPL? Should we talk about some FPL? <laughs> so, guys, obviously, let's let's start with Matty first. So, obviously, uh, our Newcastle juicer. So, clearly, uh, I guess what would what were the positives in that? A four million pound defender scored, maybe I suppose. Yeah, um, when you when you were sat on everyone's bench. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean. There's not a lot of positives really. Um, like in like on the pitch and off the pitch, it's all a bit of a a bit of a mare. Like Steve Bruce apparently went on holiday during the international break when really? we hadn't won a game yet. Yeah, yeah, he went to Portugal. Oh um, my god. So the best the best the best part was as well that apparently I mean it's it's unofficial, but there's rumours that he told the players that they couldn't go on holiday, but then he went. Oh my boy. Uh, so yeah, on. I mean we're we're, we're conceding conceding on average like three goals a game mm. um, and yeah I mean I, I keep trying to tell myself that we're, we're too good to go down but actually you look at the squad it's like very similar to the squad that we had in the championship years ago mm. and it's yeah it, it's looking a bit bleak to be honest especially with Wilson out for the next six weeks or so so potentially. I was, was going to ask about that yeah is that is that looking like the time frame yeah but the problem is with Wilson it could be like the time frame could be anything um, you've you've got a kind of dangerous mix of Steve Bruce who likes to kind of work players into the ground, yeah. And because of the fact that it's it's Callum Wilson, there's pressure on, on him to rush back because mm. we don't have anybody else who can really score goals. So if we're rushing back, then you'll get injured again because it's Callum Wilson. It's like a vicious cycle. Yeah, there was, um, um, and then obviously, yeah, go on. I was just going to say we had a question on the show um, about. Uh, ASM and uh, St. Maximan, people were asking if he is someone that they should target now to bring in. What's what's your thoughts on that, 
obviously at the price that he is at six and a half do you think he's someone that's worth a shot bearing in mind we've got dcl now out for a period we've got bamford potentially picked up a bit of an injury um you know is and obviously um antonio suspended like is saint maximum an option at six and a half or what do you reckon if, if I didn't, if I didn't have a, an FPL hat on and just purely like a Newcastle fan hat on, yeah, then I would probably say probably say no, like because of how terrible we look. But you've just hit the nail on the head because of the lack of options and things like that. And arguably, our next few fixtures aren't the worst. And I think I, I posted a comment in in the live show that um, he's like third highest for XA mm. um, yes, out of the strikers, that. but it's. It's a case of now we don't have Callum Wilson and it's, although you might be getting St. Maximin without Wilson to finish those chances, there's a good chance that we're not going to score. Yeah. Um, so he'll, he'll, I mean, you'll, you'll excite you. You'll be bringing in an asset where you might actually be able to watch a Newcastle game and feel a little bit of joy, <laughs> uh, which I'm quite <laughs> jealous of. But um, yeah, I think he could be an option. Um, especially with the likes of Carver-Lewin, potentially Bamford, Antonio, Wilson, all out. Um, but if it was me, I'd be trying to grab a little bit extra funds to try and bump up to like a Jesus against Southampton or, yeah. or like maybe even, I don't know, like, I mean, like I said, hasn't played, has he? No, not yet. He's a sort of player around that, that price point. Yeah. Next game, you're playing Leeds at home. What are you thinking? How's that one going to turn out? Um, we always we always tend to struggle against any sort of football inside, like a, a kind of technically sound side. Yeah. Um, like Brighton, for example, anyone who's got a really like system based team, we really do, but poorly against. And I think Leeds, we, we've lost like the last few games, like three by three or four against them. So I can't say it changing. Sadly, um, I sound like an absolute. I feel like Are you I'm, saying uh, that Newcastle don't like have Steven. a system. Because I thought that they I mean, they what, played pretty well on the counter attack. I mean, they had some they they did get into United's box quite a few times, but they just lacked the composure just to play the square ball. There, there was a good couple of chances for them in that game. I think I think Graham Jones has got a system. I'm not saying we don't have a system. I'm saying we I say we struggle against teams who do have a yeah like a strong system building the team and they've got players who fit that system. Mm-hmm. Whereas you look at ours and we've got like Jacob Murphy who is actually a winger playing mm-hmm. at wing back. You've got Almiron, who is a centre attacking midfielder playing fairly central and quite deep, chasing yeah. after the ball. Yeah, You've yeah, got yeah. Matt Ritchie, who was predominantly a winger playing right wing back. It's like uh, St. Maximin playing up front. The reason we're, we're playing a system that we seem to like as a, mm. as, as, a, as a management, but because of the lack of investment in the team yeah. and we're stuck with a lot of deadwood, we're playing players who are suitable but not exactly ideal for the rule square pegs sure. and round holes a little bit exactly yeah. um, yes we'll keep an eye out for that one um fpoza yeah i was just gonna say i'm interested to uh to ask you a couple of questions as well Stephen. so obviously a few people jumping on a few uh bandwagons with some of your players now we've seen obviously first two games didn't start particularly great uh albeit obviously the the brentford clean sheet was nice for the for the cheap defenders but now we're seeing things maybe starting to settle down Vieira's maybe kind of getting him to fit how he wants him to play we've seen new players come in do a do a great job um you know and potential value all, all over that uh squad really so 
How's it? How's it all going from your perspective? What are you? What are you seeing? The main thing I want to ask you is about Edouard. Really, is he someone that? Again, is he an option like ASM? Is he someone that potentially, with all the injuries now, is he someone that we can trust, or do we need to see a bit more? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think firstly, what day Saturday was, I couldn't believe you won that game three 0 I was, I actually had a wedding that afternoon, so I was sat in the pub thinking, right, just don't ruin the day, Palace. Don't get smashed. And <laughs> seeing us win three 0 I couldn't believe it. So I had a great day. But, um, great result. Yeah, I mean. I couldn't really ask for, for much more. I think it was, Spurs played it really weirdly. I think they really played to our strengths. I mean, most weeks teams double marks Zaha out the game and that's our attacking threat gone. Whereas they just sort of left Emerson up against him and Zaha sort of taught him a lesson about the Premier League football and <laughs> really got other plays like Edward, especially when he came on and Conor Gallagher really playing with freedom. But as you say, I think they're finally learning Vieira's style. They're getting him, Vieira's getting them to play how he wants them. And I think it's taking pressure off Zaha so there is other people going forward, like, and everyone's been raving about Conor Gallagher's sort of XG and stuff because he's getting in the box, he's helping Zaha, he's not doing it on his own anymore. So, yeah, and I think the BT Sport pundit saying it was actually just nice to see Palace play an attacking style of football and actually be enjoyable to watch. So long may that continue. But in regards to Edouard, obviously, what a debut. I mean, you can't ask for too much more no. coming, off the, coming off the bench and scoring two in front of the Sellers part that was rocking. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think... I think because we obviously got Liverpool this weekend, I don't see him getting chucked in against them because I think it'll be a tough game. I think Benteke will still be used to try and maybe nick one in the air. But I think after that game, I think Edward will be will be straight in and be our be our main striker and you hopefully score a lot of goals for us. You reckon he's nailed then after the Liverpool game? Yeah, I think unless Benteke has a stormer because I think Benteke actually did play quite well against Spurs. He sort of did the hard work for the for the seventy minutes, and then when the red card came, it was time for Edward to come on and show his um show his finishing skills. So I think. Benteke will get another chance, I think. But yeah, I assume as soon as the better fixtures come and we need good people who can score goals, I think Edward will be straight in and, and playing every 90 minutes every week. Yeah. Cool. And what I'm, about young Conor Gallagher? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about this because he got, technically, he got two assists in this game, but nowhere near the BPS, mm. nowhere near the bonus points. What happened there? Yeah. Um, Strange. I mean, there's, the, there's that saying, isn't it? Like, never fall in love with a loan signing, but I think I'm already falling <laughs> in love with him. I he's mean, outrageous. He's just, yeah, he's just he's absolutely everywhere. I mean, he'll make a tackle in our box, and he'll be in in the opponent's box trying to score or make an assist the next minute. Like, yeah, yeah, I think he's an absolutely fantastic player, and I hope to he'll just stay fit and just keep playing ninety minutes for us. Because I honestly think he's he's a brilliant footballer, and yeah, I think he will continue to be a really good FPL option because he yeah. is in the system we're playing with the four three three. He's the most advanced of that three, so he can just mm. roam around, run around, and get into the box and. Yeah, I think it was a bit harsh that he wasn't on a bonus, but I suppose when we're being Spurs 3-0, I think our defenders at the back were really good and then yeah. obviously Zaha turned up and Edward. So I think Gallagher will continue to... I know he obviously won't keep up the numbers he's, he's getting at the moment, but I think for a 5-what-point-six now option that he is, I think it will still yeah. tick along really nicely and get some yeah. good points. Yeah. He's just had a price rise, but I mean, he's just a real throwback, box-to-box, dynamic, gets mm. up and down, and he's got a touch of class about him and he, you can tell he cares. Do you know what I mean? When he, when he misses a chance, you can tell he cares about you know his his football, which is great. Um, I wanted to ask you about Zaha because he's a he's a um, a favourite of mine in terms of an FPL asset. I had him last year a couple of times. I'm waiting for the right moment to bring him in this year. He still looks like he's the main man. He's still posing threats. He's on penalties with Milivojevic not being in the team. When's going to be the best time to bring him in? Is it going to be after the City game? He's dropped to six point nine now as well, mm-hmm. hasn't he? Of course. Yep. So. Potentially a good time. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with what you're saying. Especially, it was interesting because Milivojevic had come on the pitch when we when we got a penalty, but Zaha still mm. stepped stepped up and took it. So, um, 
it looks like he's on pens now. I think he really is trying to be the main guy still. And he yep. obviously got all this new ex- exciting talent, but he's still like, no, I'm the guy here. I'm going to get all the goals and assists. So I think, yeah, as you say, we've still got a few more tough fixtures, Liverpool coming up and then that City game. But I think after that, especially when the likes of Elise and maybe Eze are back as well, alongside Edouard and Zaha, I think he'll be have even more freedom to go and cause damage. And you know when he's got that freedom, he's one of the most dangerous players in the league. So I think, yeah, Zaha, especially if he keeps falling in price, which is nice. He's definitely one I'm going to keep my eye on as well. Yeah, love that. Uh, right, thanks, mate. Moving on, Roberto. Watford juicer. Uh, it's been a tough start for the uh, for the Hornets. Yeah, I mean... 2-0 home defeat to Wolves. I actually fancied I had Watford on my accumulator, much against mm. my beliefs. But I did it anyway. What happened? Well, I think it was basically the first half. We kind of went off the back of that Spurs game. We were like, oh, yeah, okay. The performance was pretty decent. We went toe-to-toe with Tottenham. Obviously, didn't really have big enough chances against Spurs, but the performance was there. Mm. And then against Wolves, we just kind of went into it a little bit slow. Obviously, there was news that Sierra got confirmed to to get back in um, Mm -hmm. after the whole chilly, you know, mess really but he wish he did and um, so we were buzzing about that of course he's you know one of our strongest center backs along with um William Trooster Kong but um we kind of had moments in the first half so did Wolves but then you know Sizoko had a good chance uh King sliding in I really thought he could have got a touch there and then second half it just fell flat and it's worrying I'll be honest because at least against Tottenham we had something in that second half we had a bit of a threat uh, yeah. with Saar and Dennis on on the flanks but we really just didn't see that chemistry between the two uh, in the second half. And uh, we just looked really slow. Uh, and that's a shame. But I think right now, the problem is, is Lassar, in terms of his relationship with one of our players of the season last time, Kiko Feminia. And his injury has been a real blow because they link up so, so well on that right-hand side. So we're missing a bit of that creativity. Um, we're also missing, I think, that just classic number nine. Now, I know I've said Dennis has started... The season fairly well. Obviously, he's dropped off the last two. Yeah. But we still have a player there in Josh King who is going to need time to adapt. Obviously, he's looked quite good in terms of holding up the ball. But as an FPL option, I think it's a wait and see. Um, So right now, I think Cucho is still a very risky player to go for. Obviously, he's been brilliant when he's come on, but we just don't know he's going to start. And I think that settled front three of Dennis King and and Saar is just looking like it's going to be the way to go. Yeah, um, lots of people I've been seeing on Twitter. We had a question about Dennis against Norwich. Um, I've got Dennis in my team, and that's only like I said in the in the show before because he's a nailed uh, asset and he starts for for Watford. It's a, first of all, is he nailed? And secondly, is he going to be someone that you'd want to bring in for that Norwich game, or well, is he someone that's so, come off the bench? Yeah. Well, first question is he is nailed. You know, we're not going to play. Well, most times out of 10, we're not going to start Kucho. He's going to be that impact sub player. And with Joshua King, as I said, he's the number nine we brought in to play minutes. But I think with Joao Pedro, obviously, he looked like he was going to come back, but he wasn't quite 100%. So yeah. he's still going to be out of the team. But when he comes back, he'll definitely give King some some competition. But the great thing about Dennis is even if he doesn't start up front like King does, then he can play out on that left. So he's nailed for me. And the other thing is, if you had Dennis going into that game against Wolves, then I think hold because I, I made the move start into Grealish for that Arsenal game. Yeah. And then I brought in Dennis for uh, Tony, which of course he scored against Villa, but um, Typical. it was fine because I was building for the fixtures. I was looking at that run of three and obviously 
we wanted to play better than we did against Wolves in the second half. But yeah. we still got Newcastle and Norwich. I, I've got to say, those two, they feel like must-wins. And I don't want to say that so early on a season, but just because of the way we just completely fell apart uh, against against Wolves in the second half. So I think Dennis is, is your man for this fixture still, despite a lot of people, you know, either not starting him or maybe not having the yeah. faith in him. But also yeah. I think, You've got to look at our defence. Now, obviously, it's not been a great start. But if there's any team, like we saw with Arsenal last week, who can get that confidence back from a defensive point of view, Backman has been making some saves, um, seven saves against Spurs, four against Wolves, um, getting him an additional five points across both games. And also, obviously, defensively, we haven't got that much attacking threat. Now, Ngakia on the right looked really good in the first half. Actually, I thought he kept Traore out of the game for a little bit. Um, and also on the left, Danny Rose was fantastic in his first start. So there's a little bit of attacking potential there. And you know, with that, you're, you're not going to gamble on them because they're expensive. They're cheap options. But yeah. I think defensively, it's Norwich. So I think we've got the best chance if we had one yeah. of getting a clean sheet. And uh, our record against them is, is quite good. We've won five of the last six. And of those games, uh, four clean sheets and one nil in both games in the championship last season. So yeah. I think it's going to be nervy. It's going to be a nervy couple one. Of, oh, couple of good options there um, and some good fixtures coming up as well. Thanks, mate. Top stuff. Um, Mr. Happy, a.k.a. Stephen B., you must be pleased. Yes. 3-1, home win against Burnley, came back from behind and what a rocket from Andros Townsend. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was good last night. Where, the really, really interesting thing for Everton fans is uh, we played it back five a lot last season um, and we hadn't played it so far this season and I am fairly certain Benitez will never play it again um, <laughs> we we were awful first half um, they rightly scored quite early in the second half yeah we actually he, he was he was actually preparing the substitute to change the system to a 4-3-3 when uh, when we equalized and I really like the fact that he didn't go oh hang on it's 1-1. One, one. Mm. Uh, maybe I stick with the back five. He stuck to his guns and changed it anyway. And I think we scored another two goals in about five minutes mm-hmm. after yeah. the change of system. Um, which is, yeah, I, I like that in a manager where they sort of stick to their guns and, and are proactive rather than waiting to see something happen. Stephen, uh, do you like Rafa, do you? <laughs> I, that, nice. as, I, as I said, I think that from... From what I saw last night, yeah, I, I really like that in a manager. When I think you see so often as a, as a fan watching, you can see it's not working, and and you see the manager and they're thinking and they're thinking, and then you know all of a sudden it's seventy five minutes and the game's the game's gone. Yeah, um, it was it was good to see him prepared to change uh, early, recognize that it wasn't working. He, I think because DCL was out. That's why we changed the system. Rondon isn't ready. You could tell when he came on, he's nowhere near ready to be playing 90 minutes. <laughs> um, his full West Brom form, he, really yeah. stru- he, he struggled to get through the 15 minutes, bless him. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean, look, it, it's, there's some positive things. Um, what about Damari Gray? I, I said, he's five, 5.7 well, mil, mate. And he's, yeah, he's I mean, returning. I've had him in, I've had him in from game week one. Um, oh, nice shout! And I, he's obviously staying. I mean, I, I've I've got a bit of a non 
traditional FPL setup in my team at the moment. I um, thought you did well this week, though. Into, yeah, 91 points. It's all right, isn't it? Awesome um, but, but I think if you, if, so I've gone for four premium player, four premium players, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. But if you're trying to get three premium players in, both Gray and, and I, I actually said he wasn't, and this was based on last season and, and what I saw uh, of him in Watford. Yeah. But based on what I've seen this season, uh, Decore is a, is a genuine asset potential as well. For, yeah. for if you're trying to get premium players in, he's going to play every week. And the role he's being asked to play, he, he is bombing up the pitch. Um, and I, I think he was involved in, I think I think he got two assists yesterday. He did. He, did, he definitely yeah. got one. And I, his pass for Gray was Hang on, great. didn't you say a few weeks ago, Ducore ain't going to get no goals or assists? Am I, is that, yeah. That's I didn't hear that right. He didn't. <laughs> he also said he didn't like Rafa at one point. <laughs> I still don't like Rafa, but I respect him. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, let me ask you, because I, I, at the minute, I've got Gray in my team, um, brought him yeah. in on wildcard, but Decore is the one, like Gray seems to like took his chance, but when I watched, I only watched the highlights, I didn't watch the whole game, but when I saw Decore play, he seemed to be at the centre of a lot of things. He seemed to be heavily he involved. Is he perhaps a better option than Gray? Because... I've seen a few people say that Gray's not that heavily well, I mean, involved in I the mean, game, was, but he's just popping up with the goal, which which how long can that last? Is that sustainable? Is Decore uh, maybe the better option? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was given I was given the, the nugget of wisdom from Roberto yesterday that um, apparently Gray should be uh, shooting off target more to make sure he scores more goals. <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently he's it came out weird. I think... I think um I think, uh, I think with I think with Gray the reality is the way the way we're set up if you look at uh, the first goal he scored at Leeds he actually took really well it wasn't it was a very clear cut chance he must he messed up his first touch managed to get it away the second goal he scored um you should if you're if you're a Premier League attacker, you should be scoring that goal. And again, last night. So I think you want to look at the situation, the chances he's finding himself in, mm-hmm. and that is that is Richarlison or Calvert Lewin is dragging a centre back out wide, and then this gap in the middle, and he is straight. And with his pace, he's just straight through. And so yeah, he, he's not getting an abundance of chances, but that's because for eighty nine of the ninety minutes, he's playing out wide. But we are manufacturing a way of him getting through the middle each mm. game and, and so far he's taken them. How long that lasts, you know, obviously I, I don't see him scoring 38 yep. goals no. in the season, but for five, what is he now? 5.6, 5.7? 5.7, 5.7 now. St- I still think that's good value. Um, well, DCL's again, out, right? Said, so a bit of the attacking onus has to come from those cut, midfielders. The weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely worth a little pump for a while. All right. I, to be um, honest, if I didn't I have... If I if 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 Leeds didn't have the nice run of fixtures they've got, I'd probably go double Everton. I'd probably go Gray and just for a little short term punt. I mean, we we've got we've got very good fixtures as well. I mean, yeah. Villa away isn't Villa away isn't easy, and we have United away. But then, like in our upcoming sort of six seven fixtures, but then in between them we've got no offense, Roberto. We've got Watford, we've got Norwich. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But we've got Watford, we've got Norwich, we've got Wolves. Um, 
We've got West Ham home, yeah. which we have a really good record against. Some good fixtures. Maybe I should I mean, go. Maybe Rafinha is the I've trap. I've got Gallagher in at the moment, but I think just because they're playing Liverpool, I'm thinking I might, I might swap in for Decore just this week mm. and then bring him back because I really like Gallagher. I think he looks. I, th- I mean, people saying Gray's the signing of the season. I know it's only a loan, but my word, how hasn't a top team? Picked him. I, up. I don't understand. Speak, he's speaking not, he's of not um, nineteen, is he? Speaking of Gallagher, like twenty two or something. Got yeah. a question from FPL Trophy. This one's for you, Eze. Is Gallagher essential? <laughs> uh, I would say no, but I oh, think it you traitor! Play. <laughs> I think if you're going to try and fit four premiums, like I know a lot of people are with Lukaku, Ronaldo, Salah, and Trent. Yeah, maybe he is essential because he's a cheap player who's doing well, but. If you're not, I think it's not sustainable, but I still love him. So I would say, yeah, go get him. Why not? Yeah. Um, um, shout out to Plonker on the stream as well. Shout out to Ray Koreshi. Shout out Chris Irvine. Hey, guys. And quick, quick question for you, um, Steve, as well, just on, on Palace. Is Kiyate, did I read Kiyate's playing kind of out of position? Is he playing a bit further up? Yeah, than- so... Yes. So the whole of last season, Hodgson played him as a centre back because he didn't trust any of our centre backs. So, but he's he's not the best centre back. He was always a midfielder. So Vieira's mm. going back playing in in midfield. But um, so yeah, he is a defender on FPL playing in midfield. But I'm not sure he makes our best eleven anymore because I think when he okay. came off for Milivojevic, we passed the ball a lot better, and that's when our three goals came. So okay. yeah, he's playing in midfield. I think in the bigger games he'll continue to play because he is that sort of defensive midfield enforcer. But against teams where you'd expect us to win, I think we'll bring in the likes of Mitvojevic or Will Hughes, who obviously signed as well, to maybe pass the ball a bit better because he's not the best with the ball at his feet. So maybe a little bit of an attacking threat from out of position. And mm. the other thing as well I was going to ask you is obviously Gator kind of obviously took a price drop this season, £4.5 million keeper. With you guys seemingly keeping clean sheets and looking quite solid, um, is he someone... Uh, obviously everyone's on Sanchez pretty much, but... Mm. Is is Gator potentially that switch could be made after? Is it the Man City game? It's sort of. I think after Man City yeah, got yeah. a nice little run, or even before, if you wanted to go f- catch the Newcastle game potentially. Yeah, absolutely. I think if our fixtures were better <laughs> Sorry, for Matt. the start of the year, I think I'd have started with them because I think everyone's obviously talking about Gallagher and Edward now, but I think Gehi and Anderson, our two centre backs, have been absolutely fantastic for us, mm. and no one's really talking about them because they're just doing their job quietly. But um, yeah, I think they're both brilliant centre backs and I think we'll keep quite a lot of clean sheets to be honest so um, yeah I'm definitely thinking of getting on the Palace defence myself when when the fixtures do turn because I still think we'll concede to Liverpool we've still got a few tough ones coming up but Mm. I think what's really underrated is the work Vieira's done in bringing in defensive solidity because Hodgson was supposed to be the defensive manager but we kept conceding every week so I think yeah we've done some good business and I think clean sheets will definitely come for us this year yeah Matt have you got Ronaldo in your team yeah Ezzy? I do. Steve, you got Ronaldo? Yeah. Has everyone yeah, got Ronaldo Ronaldo. Here? Uh, everyone. Lukaku. Everyone. Apart uh, from me. Nick, Nick's the only one. Yeah. It's just me. <laughs> Guys, um, so Matt, who are you Who are you captaining this week? Who are you captaining your team? Uh, thinking Salah against Palace. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen. It's either that <laughs> or uh, Ronaldo. Cool. Um, Steve, Eze, who are you captaining, mate? I think I'm going to go Salah as well, just yeah. because I think everyone else will. Is it going to be a clean sweep, Roberto? 
Yeah, Salah. I mean, Salah. I've got Dennis Vice Cap, so just what? gotta give a shout out to that. Hang on, who one of them? Right, Come Stephen on, B. Norwich. Norwich. Who's captain this week? Um, Damari Gray. I'm not. I'm not 100. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure Ronaldo will start. Really? I, think I just brought him in. in. I think. Th- I think three games in a week is a lot for him. No, but it's Ronaldo. Um, it's CR7, bro. I think he'll play and he'll score. I just don't think he'll start. Um, <laughs> I think uh, from what I've seen with um, Spurs' centre-back problem now, I don't. Think, I saw Dyer going off. I can't see how Dyer plays this week. Mm. Uh, Lukaku for me. Cool. Um, quick show of hands. Who refers to Ronaldo as CR7? <laughs> right, there we go. It's the it's My the kids. Does. It's the kids. See, <laughs> Roberta, Roberta, you're all right because that's your age group. We'll allow it. Ash is a thirty-something-year-old man referring to Ronaldo as CR7. Only recently thirty. Hey, Ash, Don't get Ash jealous. Is down with the kids. I race that's it. Right, I race man. It. This is, this is oh, what I mean. Like God. this is you appeal to the older generation. You know the ones that smoke pipes and wear <laughs> and wear Abercrombie and Fitch and sit in their little chairs in the evening with the fireplace on the go and little marshmallow. Who does? I'm the like one that? that's like. Spending all your money Spending on FIFA money points at JD and, Sports yeah, yeah, yeah. and listening to drill music, bro. That's what it's about. <laughs> uh, let's finish off with um, some predictions for your teams this week, Matty. What are you saying? Score prediction and any players to watch out for? Um, I think three one, three one leads. Um, <laughs> wow. Maybe yeah, I should captain uh, Rafinha or Bamford. Honestly, if Bamford's fit, I'd be bringing him in, and I'd be tempted to captain. Like, yeah. As as a fan, it pains me to say, but it's definitely mm. like target Newcastle United at the minute. Yeah, I that think. Is, um, just wise. Yeah, this goes for like the team that you obviously you're representing, or the other team that you're playing. So, and I appreciate that, Matt. Um, Steve E, Steve Eze. Um, I think as as good as we've been, I think Liverpool are quite a lot stronger than Spurs, and I think it'll be a bit too tough for us. I'm, I'll go two one Liverpool. I think I, I'll hopefully grab us scoring a goal, but yeah, two one Liverpool. Yeah. Conor Gallagher, though, yeah? Yeah. yeah More than happy. I love him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Roberto, so I'm predicting a loss for you, so I'll move on to Steve. <laughs> no, I'm joking. What's it going to be? Well, I, I did think about the 1-0 Norwich, I'll be honest. Um, but no, honestly, honest, honest, well, it's, it's not that hard to predict that because it's a 50-50 game. It's a six-pointer at the end of the day. But um, I'll be slightly less optimistic than usual, but not pessimistic. I'll go with a 0-0. 0-0. We need to get a shot out. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> And uh, Stephen B, Mr. Happy. I was about to say, uh, Matt, I'll give you my number off air, mate. Uh, and I, I've got I've got some numbers you can call. The Samaritans are good. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, two, two. Away at Villa. Two, score two, score draw Villa. away at Villa. Yeah. Draw, lovely. All right, that just about uh, wraps it up for the Juice awesome. Bar this week. Guys, thanks very much for joining us for a little bit of late night FPL chat. Um, do... Make sure to stay after the pod, after the pod, guys, because we want to chat to you. We want to tell you off. You've all been naughty. Um, but Matt, give us your uh, Twitter name, please, mate, so everyone to follow you. Just here, I think. Yeah, somewhere there. Anyway. Nah, James is it? doing it. Nah, it's not there. Uh, it's um, at Leafy Dragon underscore FPL. Boom. Give him a follow, Steve Self. Mine's FPL underscore Eze. So E Z E. Boom, Roberto. Mine, so FPL Yellow Army, so it's at Roberto Hollis 9. All right, not confusing at all. Catchy. And Stephen B. <laughs> <laughs> at Everton Juicer. Great. 
Guys, make sure you go and drop Staying all these guys a <laughs> follow. It. They're bringing us fresh weekly content with their clubs and they're very, very active all over the Twitter community as well. Guys, thanks so much and uh, we'll chat to you very, very soon. Cheers, boys. Thank you so much, guys. Make sure you join us again next Tuesday at 8. And obviously, we'll have Jay's FPL Juice Roundup Show, which will be uh, launched a little bit later in the week. I think Thursday, is it? Thursday. Thursday's the day it launches. So a little bit of a catch-up on Thursday, and then we will catch you all again Tuesday for the live and again after the show for the Juice Bar. 100%. The fun never stops. Never does. Like and subscribe. Tell them, guys. Like and subscribe. Not to be done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the enthusiasm we love. That's what we love. Take care, guys. <laughs> See you next week. See you later. Bye for now. Bye, Felicia.